It's time to get ready and discuss how the income generating power of creating your own high ticket mastermind can be so beneficial to your company. I'm Devin Hers. Welcome to this week's DMC Marketing Nugget. Get ready for insider secrets and tactics from successful business owners and industry titans. Welcome your host with the most, marketing master, best-selling author, CEO of DNC and Printivision, the guy that wants your business to thrive, Devin Herbs. We've got a great one today, and our guest spends most of his time raising his five kids, which sounds like a full-time job to me alone, uh, exploring world communities and trying his hand at adventures like shark diving, ice climbing, running ultra marathons, and riding electric skateboards. That sounds like a, a mess of things that I would get injured at. Uh, while he's not on his adventures, he loves to work with entrepreneurs and business experts, speakers, coaches, and leaders, helping them market, monetize, and lead their own high-ticket mastermind group or coaching programs. Welcome to the DMC Marketing Nugget Lead Coach at Group Coach Nation, Chris Williams. Thanks for being here, Chris. Devin, I am so excited. All you Devin fans out there, right? This guy's a rock star. Like, seriously, thanks for inviting me on the show, man. It's, it's great to have you here. And uh, I'm sure many of us have heard about masterminds out there and have been through some great ones, maybe some that have not been so great, but ultimately this can really help you expand your business and help with sales. So why don't we go ahead before getting into the great nuggets, give a little bit of your background and how you got started in the mastermind space. I got lucky the first mastermind I ever went to was a good one. I actually joined Russell Brunson's mastermind and it was like, I knew a few people who were already in there and I was like trying to figure some things out. I was trying to figure out how to sell e-courses, trying to monetize my knowledge. I was running a successful marketing agency and I was trying to teach people how to do that. And I realized that my whole like funnel thing, running ads, all that stuff was just so broken. I'd spent over hundred K in ads, built a bunch of funnels, had a full-time team member doing nothing but trying to help me figure this thing out. So I joined a ClickFunnels mastermind and it was in Boise with 50 people at, at Russell's office in front of Russell. And all of a sudden, explaining what I just explained to you guys, they're like, Chris, how's your mastermind? I was like, this is a great mastermind. First time ever for me to be in a mastermind. You people are awesome. Like, no, 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 Chris, Chris, how's the mastermind you teach? I was like, I don't have a mastermind. I'm trying to sell e-courses like all of you do, right? Hacking the funnel. Oh, dude, we started by, by, by like building and running our own high ticket mastermind. You got to start there. I was like, oh my gosh. So seven weeks later, I launched my first mastermind and everything just took off from there. It's so much easier to start at the top of the value ladder. That's uh, very, very true. And uh, I know putting on masterminds, I think to some people, it sounds like a daunting task. Obviously learning from Russell, I'm assuming, you know, Dan Kennedy and that whole world as well. So being able to have the direct marketing there and start at the, the high ticket area is something that we all focus on as, as business owners and coming from that, that world of direct marketing. Um, so what is it that you really would consider in, in starting up a um, high ticket mastermind? Are there certain areas of expertise that make a better high ticket mastermind offer? Explain some of that inner workings to us. Yeah, so a good offer really connects to a person's needs. So at Group Coach Nation, we talk a lot about dream, drain, and doubt. You could say problem and solution. There's lots of ways to phrase this. But ultimately, you're just trying to nail down what is this audience I'm serving really wanting? Believe it or not, they're probably wanting the same things out of life that you are. They want more time, they want to be happy, 
They want strong relationships. They don't have enough resources to be able to have the fun and time and relationships they want to have. All those things really play into exactly how they're connecting, what their desires are, right? That's the, the dreams. And then there's drains and doubts, the external drains that keep us from accomplishing those desires and those dreams and the internal doubts, the fears and concerns and worries that we all have. Now, the thing that you're selling and the thing that is actually going to create an amazing offer is how well you can connect to the drains and the doubts of your audience so they can accomplish their dream. So it is so important. And I know we've all heard this so many times, but so many people just simply hear it and don't do anything about it. We have to actually do the homework to find out what are the real dreams, drains, and doubts of the audience I want to serve. That's really easy to do. People talk about those things all the time on every social media platform out there, but you got to listen and pay attention because your offer is only going to be as good as your understanding of your market's dreams, drains, and doubts. Does that make sense? It makes total sense. And I think a good practice to go through many times throughout the year to really fine tune who that perfect avatar is of your client. It changes, things may change, industries may change. So understanding that I think is so important and should be a good practice for business owners and marketing teams to focus on who we're speaking to because if we're getting the language wrong, if the offer is wrong, then chances are you're not going to get those people to come on board. And uh, you know we've had many of chances like that, different campaigns, some successful and some not. So we learn from all those different uh, failures and successes that we've had to improve that. Mm -hmm. Now, as far as marketing high ticket sales opportunities and masterminds, um, you know, someone like Russell Brunson, he's got thousands, millions of followers, right? Um, so for him to put something out there, typically he's able to fill an event, fill a mastermind. For someone that may not have that big following, um, what do you recommend there and how would you go about marketing high ticket sales opportunities? It's a good question because we have a lot of people that are very large audience holders in our masterminds at Group Coach Nation, learning how to build their own high ticket mastermind. And it's actually a misconception that's unfortunate and not real that you need a huge audience to build a high ticket mastermind. Yes, Russell Brunson has an enormous audience, but most of Russell's sales are low ticket offers, all right? Large audiences are awesome for any kind of sales pattern. But if you're going to sell a low ticket offer, a subscription offer, a software package, that's what ClickFunnels really is. Right. It comes down to large audience numbers. When you're building masterminds and the, the high end experts in our masterminds who are building their own masterminds, they're not coming into our world typically without an audience. They're coming to our world with an audience and we're teaching them not to use their audience for launching their first mastermind. 
Here's the thing. If you're leaning on your audience, unless you have a never ending stream of new audience members to build a high ticket offer, your highest offer you have, you will burn your list. It'll happen. It's just a matter of time. You have to be able to attract high ticket buyers, not just massive email lists. The email list thing is typically people in a low ticket space. You're looking for people who are really trying to say, I have a specific problem to solve, to reach my dream. And I want to hire you. I'm learning to trust you. I want you and your small community to take me through this process. That's really what masterminds are and marketing and selling those masterminds. You should not rely on a large list first. And even for folks who've been five masterminds in their community saying, how do we develop this and make it better? We're not actively teaching them how to harvest from their existing list. Okay. That list is often a lower ticket buying list. And if there are some high ticket buyers in there, they burn fast. So you have to be able to attract fresh high ticket buyers all the time. Okay. So keeping on the marketing tip, um, is it something that you're just trying to find ideal audiences on LinkedIn, business owners? How is it that you're going about finding the right people that you feel would be a good fit for a mastermind, especially if it's a cold list or a cold prospect? Yeah, that's a good question too, because there's so like much confusion around how do I find these awesome people? Let's not overcomplicate this. If I got to go find 10,000 people to get on my mailing list so that I can start bringing them through some kind of low stair-stepped, you know, offer that keeps going up, 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 up the value ladder, then yeah, I got to find a ton of people. But when you're building a mastermind, if it's your first mastermind, you don't have an audience or you have a huge audience, it's your first mastermind. You're only selling the top step of the value ladder, only the top rung. I don't need a hundred people on the top rung. If I'm going to build a true mastermind where it's really well curated and people are actually making real transformation, like my advanced mastermind group only has 15 people at a time that I teach 15 people at a time. I don't need to talk to 15,000 people. I, I don't need to talk to 1500. Quite frankly, I don't need to have 150 people on a list that we're going to start nurturing. So it's not that hard to have, let's say I need 65 or 70 people that I can talk to and figure out an application situation with and find out, are they the right person? They want what I got and can I solve their needs? It's not that hard for me to go find 65, 70 people that are perfect for my mastermind best I can see from the outside on social media, Facebook, LinkedIn, Instagram. Yeah. We all present relatively fake versions of ourselves on social media. I get it, but we're also really good at labeling ourselves and telling you a lot about me on any right. platform. I want to tell you who I am. I, my team and I can go find another 75 people today and invite them to conversations this week without paying for any traffic. That's beautiful. Cause I think there's an allure out there to, you know, more followers, more likes, more of this, but even when we talk about direct mail and, and the, you know, the spray and pray method of doing things where you're just mailing out to tens of thousands of people for certain businesses, that's great for awareness, mm -hmm. small ticket items, saturating an area, but for someone like myself running an agency uh, or a consultant, um, it doesn't take many clients to really make your revenue double um, ultimately. It really so, doesn't. Yeah. So finding the right yeah. target audience and then going after them. Now I'm going to stay on marketing since this is the marketing nugget. We'll get on to some other questions here in a moment, but 
Um, have you been finding it harder? I want to kind of make this our own mastermind. And these are just thoughts that I'm having. Have you been finding it harder to reach out to people through LinkedIn, Facebook? Um, are there any tips that you would recommend on trying to get people to respond? Uh, we know emails are getting harder to get responses, but through some of the social media networks, is there any tips there that you have for anyone that's looking to start a conversation? Yeah, you know, in any, and and man, you know this, like you're such a freaking awesome expert. For those of you listening and you've already found your guy, right? You, you trust him, you're listening. You're good at this stuff. So you're you're different than most people. Devin, because you have a big, broad understanding of how these markets work. But for most people, and, and you listeners, you might be included in this, you hear a big scare around an iOS update, or it's harder to get people to connect on a social platform or an email list or running paid traffic on Google or whatever it is. Yeah. You know why that is? Is because people have been burned. And that's unfortunate, mm -hmm. but that's the truth. We've all been burned by some marketing model. And so the marketing model that's burnt you, whoever you are listening right now, just think for a second. When was the last time you got burnt by an email or some funnel you went through or webinar you watched and didn't play out? You think, that that model's stupid. I don't wanna do that model. Okay, cool, I get that. You and about a billion other people think the same thing. But there's another billion who don't think that. That's true. They've not been burnt by that model. They were burnt by another model. So it's still okay to them. There's nothing wrong with a webinar or a Facebook ad or anything else. What's important, and I think we're going to see this more and more, we've seen it forever, all of human history, and we're going to continue seeing it more and more as technology continues to take over more and more life. The more personal and intentional and connected you are, person to person, the easier it is to win. We crave relationships as humans, and that is a big deal. So connect as closely and as personally as possible. That can impact your scalability. We can talk that in a minute if you want to, but ultimately the more personal, the better. Yeah, I, I think that's uh, very true and something that we also echo with any kind of marketing. The more you can connect one-to-one -one with them, the more you can personalize it, whether it's in print, in email, you took the actual time to do a little research and tie in something. Maybe it was you know me reaching out to Chris and saying, Hey, I heard you're into to shark diving. Tell me a little bit more about that. You know, connecting on a level that's personal before even going into business. And I'm starting to see a little bit more of that tactic come through my inbox as well, where it's just, hey, I see you run an agency. Tell me a little bit about what you got going on. So um, is, is that kind of that what you're talking about, that one-to-one -one personal outreach? Yep, it is. That Those things work, believe it or not. And I know people have different feelings about that, but they to, they totally work. Like people want a relationship. So let's take that one, like, hey, I heard you had an agency, you have an agency, tell me a little more about that. Let's take that phrase for a second. Most okay. of us know there's a hook here, right? This person's trying to build a relationship to sell us something. It's not bad to say, hey, saw you have an agency. I don't want to be a weird creeper, but would love to hear more about what you do and I'd love for you to hear more about what I do. The world's a big place. If I can ever help you or you can ever help me or people that I know, I'd love to make connections. You can start there and just be really straight up. That's different by the way than saying, connect on LinkedIn, here's the link to my funnel, got an ad running, a special running for the next 12 hours. You know, That's not the same. If you're truly saying, hey, I wanna know who you are. I want you to know who I am. And if we can make connections out there that benefit each other, like one to one here or one to all of our friends, let's talk about that. 
that's a actually really honest, authentic way to make a connection. And people love that kind of thing. Absolutely. Don't overcomplicate it. I think that's a great nugget right there. Don't overcomplicate it. And it's uh, some people think they got to do all this whiz bang stuff. And, you know, sometimes you've got to do the things that are going to grab people to stop through a Facebook post and, and stop them in their tracks. So they actually pay attention to what you're doing. But sometimes that casual conversation, as if you're meeting someone out at a restaurant, at a networking event, anything like that mm -hmm. is a great place to start. So for people out there, real quick. Yeah, go ahead. I want yeah, to separate those two things real quick, a Facebook yeah. post and a direct message. Okay. Sometimes you got to drop the Facebook post that gets people's attention. But when we're talking about direct messages, think Facebook post is like the, the noodle wavy thing that's out in front of the tire shop in your town. It gets you to look. Yeah. There's a different purpose. So I think it's important for your clients. I'm sure you teach them the same thing. There's a different purpose for those two places, a Facebook post and a direct message are different. So you can't adopt one philosophy for, oh, I do this kind of thing everywhere because it's a different place. It really, really is. And I, I think the, the, the Facebook posts and, and the content that you're putting out there should back up that person to person introduction because they may look at you to see what you've done. I went and looked at Chris's website to see, who is this guy? What's he got going on? I've heard good things about him. Let me really check and see what he's focusing on right now. And then they see all that content. They see your testimonials. They see the past interviews that you've been on. So having that has to be there, but it's not necessarily going to be the instant sale from a post. It's more of those conversations that you're having. Um, so if people are considering having a mastermind, starting a mastermind, sounds daunting. I'm a little scared of doing that. What would you recommend that the first three things should be that they're focusing on to build that high ticket mastermind? Number one, oh, this is so good. Number one prospect, like you got to get out there and do the prospecting work. People just simply don't want to do that. Everybody wants to say, if you're a high end expert, by the way, and you've already had success building your audience, you get it. But, but beginners often think I'm looking for this turnkey process. If you're a beginner, like do the work, you got to prospect, you got to get out there and do the direct outreach. You can't just jump on your Facebook account or LinkedIn account and post every day live. You can't do it. it, it that's awesome. Don't, don't stop doing it. That's your thing, but you got to actually go out there and look for people who you think would be your ideal client and reach out to them and be intentional. A couple things there. One, because you get to control who you're talking to. You're not just randoms that saw your post. Number two, you're going to learn really good, valuable information about your market and who you want to serve by actually interacting with them. And three, unfortunately, it's hard work, but it's the work that pays. If you don't have a way to predictably generate on profile leads, you don't have a business. You're just getting lucky and direct outreach with zero budget allows you to control a flow of prospects. And that's number one. You've got to start prospecting. I, I love that. And I think it helps keep your goals in line. Once you know who the target is, then you're able to fully focus on that. We get so distracted by trying to do so many different things and keep up with all the different social media aspects and got to do video, got to put content out there. I, I think when you're 
able to see it in front of you on who your target clients are. And this goes beyond agencies and, and um, you know, marketing companies, I think for even local businesses, you know, stop trying to hit all of a state, you know, focus on one specific area first, own that area, saturate it, get them to know you, and then you can continue to expand. So even if you are mm -hmm. trying to get more quantity versus quality, same type of um, tactic I think should be used in that end of things as well. Mm -hmm. It's just to figure out who that perfect client is, where the perfect geographic location may be. Now, um, anything else as far as someone starting up a mastermind, any other recommendations? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, two more things that you should be doing this week. If you're an expert and you're already crushing it and your audience is huge, or if you're a brand new beginner, own your expertise. Okay. Most of the people who join our mastermind are struggling with owning that, that expertise. Even, believe it or not, even people with millions of people on their email lists and huge social followings, and they're speaking on stages and selling books like crazy and doing all the stuff. They struggle, just like the rest of us, with, okay, I'm going to do this high ticket mastermind, but what would somebody actually buy from me? What, why would somebody actually spend $50,000 to sit down with me for six months, a year, 12 weeks, whatever it is. Here's the thing, believe it or not, it's probably one of two things. You're already a known expert in something and people in the world want closer connection to you. There's a lot of people out there who could be on your list that, that honestly, they want to buy the low ticket stuff but they don't want to buy the high ticket stuff. And there's people out there who probably aren't even on your list yet. They've been looking at you from afar and they don't want to be on your list because they don't want low ticket stuff. They don't want to get in your email system. They don't want to buy your book. They don't want to watch your YouTube videos. They just want a very specific problem solved. They want a private, well-controlled group of people like them who are going down the same path and they want to hire an expert to do it. That's you. That's your mastermind. Own your expertise. If you're still wondering what is my expertise and you're kind of more of a beginner on this selling your info kind of thing, Think about what you're doing right now. What are you already successful at? It might not be, oh, I'm a copywriter. And so I sell $10,000 copywriting packages. Cool. You could teach a mastermind on how to copyright, or you could teach a mastermind on how to be a copywriter and sell $10,000 packages. Now you're selling a business model, not how to copyright. That's a very different offer and a very different structure. Own what you're good at, know what you're good at. And it might not be the thing you do every day. It might actually be the thing you built that makes you good at what you do every day. Does that make sense? That's awesome advice. Yeah, that, that's the golden nugget right there. I think that's uh, understanding what you're good at, what you in, enjoy. And, and I think that's uh, the nail on the head right there. Now. If someone is starting a mastermind, are you typically charging for that first mastermind for people to join? Is it a freebie? What are your thoughts there? Oh, heck yeah. You should charge more for your first mastermind than your second mastermind if you just want to get right down to it. Your first okay. mastermind is not a beta, not a beginner, not a, I'm starting a little group and I, I just want to get some people in there and try things out. So I'm going to write a 75% discount, whatever. Oh my gosh, your first mastermind will be so wildly successful for one reason. You're there and you're so freaking scared, it's gonna fall apart that you're gonna make sure it doesn't. Like your first mastermind is the luckiest thing ever to be in because you're gonna be able to spend more time and attention with those people than any other group you'll ever lead. So do not ever go low 
on price. When I'm talking mastermind folks, I'm not talking about a thousand people in a group coaching program where they get Facebook access and a call once a month to the coach. No, this is a real mastermind. This is like you and 10, 15, 20 people going through a process that you're taking them through. You can do this. Don't short sell yourself. Yeah, I think they always start starting high. You can always come down if you need to, but you don't want to discount your service and your expertise at all. And um, mm -hmm. in the world that we're living in now, um, are you seeing more in-person masterminds? I mean, that's always the way it was. Um, but now are you seeing virtual masterminds as well? So pre-pandemic, let's talk pre and, and post. Obviously, the middle was all virtual, right? Pre-pandemic, it was a good mix of people doing, you know, they might meet quarterly and they would have weekly or twice a month calls on Zoom or something like that. So it was already pretty common pre-pandemic. I think the pandemic just really kind of helped everybody get over the virtual thing. And and so even now, yeah, like for instance, Group Coach Nation, we have an in-person event twice a year. We had to stop that during the pandemic. But now we're, we're back to that, which is so great. But everybody's become so much more comfortable with actually meeting and making real connection on, you know, virtual Zoom calls, whatever. I love it. So I would start your mastermind just going back to like, what should you do? Like start your mastermind and just start it. Don't overthink it. Don't think I got to have a resort. I got to have all these travel plans. I got to make all. No. Have people in your market who have a specific dream, drain and doubt set that you can help. Help them solve their problem. Invite them to your mastermind. Let it be on Zoom. It's totally cool. Everybody's used to it. It's not a discount. That's not less valuable. It's nothing. It's just, yeah, I want help with this. Will you help me now? You can say yes and get them started. Yeah, I think that's great. And I know we're going over a little bit on time here, but I love the content. So I'm just going to keep asking and, and we'll have a long <laughs> episode that's going to cover a lot of information. So I'll throw a little curveball at you here on, on a bonus question. But what would be the best piece of advice that you ever received from another expert? Oh, I said it a minute ago. If you don't have a way to predictably generate on profile leads, you don't have a business. You're just getting lucky. Somebody told me that another coach. Um, I hired him for some coaching, he charged me 2,500 bucks to go to lunch. And he told me that. He told me that right after I told him how successful my business was. It was my marketing agency then. And how many clients I was getting and how everything was rocking and rolling just fine because we we're getting tons of referrals. We we're doing such great work. He's like, awesome. So how many referrals did you get last month? Told him. How many the month before? Told him. I kept up the numbers. How many are you going to get next month? I don't know. He was like, oh, wow. You don't have a business. I was like, yeah, I do. I just told you how much money I'm making. He's like, no, you're getting lucky so far. Hope that keeps going for you. I was like, what? He's like, dude, if you don't have a way to predictably generate on profile leads, you don't have a business. You're just getting lucky. And that is the same thing for anybody selling low ticket or high ticket. If you have a million people on your mailing list or have one or don't intend to have a mailing list and have no social following, it doesn't matter. What matters is that if you don't have a way to predictably generate and in the mastermind space, high ticket on profile leads. You don't have a business. You're just getting lucky. Turning leads on. After I left ClickFunnels, ClickFunnels did not help me like the, that mastermind. When I left right. that first session in Boise, that first weekend, I did not have a way to predictably generate high profile leads because I wasn't going to go build a funnel and run traffic to it. That's not the model. Right. Three people in that mastermind sat me down and said, Chris, we can show you how to quickly on Facebook and LinkedIn just go get a whole bunch of mastermind buyers. I was like, what? Like, oh yeah. 
And sure enough, seven weeks later, again, full mastermind. So anybody can do this, but have a predictable way to generate leads. And if you don't have that, stop everything and figure that out. Yeah. I think it's just a different mindset of lead generation. And I think it can be very successful for anyone out there that is an expert in their industry and uh, doesn't have to be just in the marketing world either, or it could be in, in what you're yeah. good at. So if you're- And it doesn't matter what at, lead gen package you want to yeah. use, just do like pick one and do it. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Well, you got a, a wealth of knowledge here. Um, so I would say for anyone that is looking to really get a, a mastermind going, how should people get a hold of you? Where can they find some of your information, Chris? It was super easy. Groupcoachnation.com is, is home base for me and my people in our community. So groupcoachnation.com. And we've got everything you need there. Like just dive in, figure out who you are in this space and we'll direct you in the right place. If we can help you, we definitely will. Yeah, I think relying on people like Chris and experts in their specific niche that they've got going on with the masterminds or marketing, whatever it may be, finding mentors, finding consultants, you don't need to try and fail on your own. We've been through a lot of this stuff on our own. Uh, we've had the failures, we've had the successes, and we wanna make sure that we're putting out content like this so you avoid those downturns, you avoid the pitfalls, and uh, you eliminate any of the mistakes that we may have made. So definitely reach out to Chris if you're gonna have, uh, thinking about having a mastermind or just looking to generate leads in a different fashion. I, I think you find the right guy right here. Chris, is there anything else you wanna let our audience know? Absolutely. Obviously you're listening to this show. Lean in. This show's got your back. Look at the other guests they have on here. This is brilliant work. Like these folks know what they're doing. If you're looking to figure out marketing, done for you services, consulting, they, they do it all. Like ask your questions. People who build shows like this, this is just me as an outsider. I'm not getting paid to say this. People who build <laughs> shows like this and put up the effort to do this, this is legit work. This like this team knows what they're doing. So stop where you're at. If you've got questions, lean in and ask. Okay. Let Devin help you out. We, we are here. Our team uh, loves helping businesses out. And it's it's not, not about necessarily closing you or selling you on any products or services we have. We're putting this out there to help business owners and help you out. Um, so yeah, I appreciate the kind words. It's very uh, thoughtful of you, Chris. And, and no, I did not pay Chris any money to say that. But it is so true <laughs> that, that we are here for you. You can DM us. We're very accessible. And we love to talk about business. And we want to uncover any problems that you have and how you may be able to solve them. And we'll even give insight to you um, free of charge to help you out. And if it's something that you love what we got going on, then of course you can hire us. Uh, but overall, this is why we do this. We want to put out this content and help business owners just like yourself. So Chris, thank you so much for being here. I think it was a great episode, lots of great nuggets and uh, just appreciate your time. Thanks, Devin. All right, so uh, you can go ahead and find us out there on your favorite streaming platform. Be sure to share, like, and subscribe for more DMC Marketing Nuggets and visit dmcmarketingnugget.com to view all of our past amazing episodes. Here's to your success.